0: Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know, um, the intro part of the episode you're about to hear had like a weird buzz going on, so I just wanted to introduce it properly. This is Nick Flanagan, you're listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly, episode 50. I've already done 50 episodes of this, and I'm doing it, I get to continue to do it basically because of your interest, uh, because you seem to, a lot of you seem to be responding Well. And it inspires me to keep going. So I'm just very grateful and I wanted to thank you at the beginning of this. So thank you very much for listening. And um, I've said it before, but the best way to support the podcast is really just if you enjoy it, telling people and just sharing the word about it. And of course, going to my comedy shows. The next one is uh, October 24th at Loveless Cafe. I'll be hosting that. That'll be a blast. And, yeah, you can listen to my album at nickflanagan.bandcamp.com. You can even buy it there. That's another way of supporting the podcast. But, honestly, I'm just glad you're listening. So, 50 episodes in, this one's about self-care. Let's get to the part where it starts for real. I always don't know what the last thing I should say is, but uh, yours, truly, Nick. Russell and Still, Russell and Still, Russell and Still, a wonderful coffee shop in the heart of downtown Toronto. If you find yourself in the Annex area of Toronto, be sure to go to 605 Bloor Street West and check out Russell and Still. I came to this place, uh, I came back to Toronto, came back to the Annex in May, and Russell and Still had just opened up, it had a sign outside of it that said, it said, uh, coffee, banh me, plants. And I was like, what is this place? It had replaced the um, Wilco sandwich joint called Sky Blue Sky. Um, only Toronto would have a Wilco-themed sandwich restaurant. Um, and it's so good, Russell and still. they offer so many different kinds of of, of coffee variations. Vietnamese coffee. They're Vietnamese owners, young people, Tri and um hang, and um you know, they they have a matcha latte, a pandan latte, uh, which is a vanilla bean. They have um, hojicha, which is roasted green tea, and I think they have a sweet potato latte as well, or a red bean latte or something. And the Vietnamese coffee is awesome, and the regular coffee is awesome. Their flat white is great, and they have plants everywhere. So it's just a great place to be, a big picture windows. I and they sell plants. I mean, honestly, this place, I go there now to work. I, I always meet people, and I say, meet me at Russell and Still. And they go there and they say, wow! And like I said, they haven't even asked me to give this message. I just wanted to. Anyway. So this is the 50th episode. How do I celebrate? Maybe with how I started, by talking about self-care. I think that's how I started. I don't know. I definitely started this podcast as means of, um, telling this story about the amount of focus on taking care of myself that I needed to do as soon as I came back, the, the utter imperative for it, the things that some people might stigmatize that I did, um, the mistakes I made, the understanding it's taken, uh, the, the... The length of time it's taken to come to an understanding of this disorder that I was diagnosed with as an adult, ADHD, and um, the realization that mental health uh, really is something that we all, we all need to be aware of, our own, and that of those we love and um, the fact that, oh, you might say, I have something, but why would it impact my mental health? It's like, because (laughs) it's bumming you out. Because it makes you feel less than. That can have a direct impact on your brain. So, always be on guard. And this goes to um, one of the questions that Mike, uh, SCOD, did I get that right? I don't have your name right in front of me, but Mike, I know your name is Mike, and you're definitely someone who's been supportive on my uh, of my stuff for a while. I think you might have heard me through the day, co-hosting the Danko Jones podcast. So shout out to Mike, but I'm not sure if that's where you heard me. Anyway, Mike, you asked for um, tips on on focusing, which of course is something I'm completely obsessed with as well. So I'm not coming from an expert viewpoint whatsoever. I'm coming from a viewpoint of, um, someone who also really needs to learn how to focus and has, um, attempted to find ways to do so over the years, over these long years before it just used to be inspiration. I was so excited about doing what I was doing that, uh, you know, uh, the frantically making it not stopping, that just seemed normal. And Joe jobs in between didn't demand too much of my focus. So I just didn't think of them. Now uh, it's a little more sophisticated what's going on. And I honestly do have a hard time uh, considering myself any to know anything about this subject, because even today I woke up and, um, you know, I'd realized it taken me a very long time to do a task that someone else uh, may have been less gun-shy about, may have been less, uh, it just took me so long. You know when you like find out about an opportunity and you're super into doing it, and even you give yourself like a totally huge margin of time to work on it? That's what I did. And I think that that large amount of time kind of wound up, uh, meaning I didn't put enough day to day into working on it because there was always tomorrow. And next thing I knew, tomorrow came along and I came up with these ideas and I uh, I was anxious about the ideas. And so by the time I sent in the ideas, the amount of opportunity left and the chances of me getting them in diminished. So I was pretty upset about that, but you know, that these opportunities do come again in my industry. And you know I did, I did come up with something and I did learn something even if this was a mistake and a crucial mistake. And it really, today I was very, I had about a 20 minute, not even 15 minute period where I kind of went, oh, I'm so frustrated. And for me, for that period to only be 15 minutes, that's a victory. That's a goddamn... That's the Notorious B.I.G. song, Victory. I Dream's Filthy. That's not even a song, Victory, I don't think. Maybe it is. No, that's your nobody tells somebody... My downfall. That's my downfall. I Dream Filthy. My mom and pops mixed with rum and... Jamaican rum... Rum and whiskey What have set off. I don't know if that was correct. <laughs> that being said so the first thing I would say about focusing the first step is um, don't be so hard on yourself don't be so hard on yourself try try again if at first you don't focus unless you're an F1 driver you know you are not this is not life and death this is a tempting to complete a task and you can walk away from it you can breathe and come back if that's what you need to do do not beat yourself up because you will carry the psychic residue and the bruises on your self-esteem into the next attempt and it might wind up leading to uh, it might affect your performance I mean I am that's just me I I'm very sensitive to criticism very sensitive to um, what I perceive as negativity, and that does not encourage me. And yet, for many years, I was doing things that were publicly, that were like annoying, that were pushing people's buttons on purpose, that were almost demanding criticism. Anyway, I've talked about that on the podcast before. It's just very interesting to me that it's been that way. So that's the first thing I would say is, you know, Approach Your project with You know Love for yourself First and foremost And um Try to make it fun You know I know for some things It's really boring Taxes Watching that HBO Show with Dustin Hoffman About horses That got cancelled After one season Because horses died Cronenberg movies (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I like growing up in movies. I'm just saying, even if, you know, something dull, that's a different thing. But if if you can make something fun, I am told that that can really help getting it done. And I've experienced that as well. Although I often find the fine line between having fun and kind of having too much fun and then wanting to do something, just getting too far from completing the task is definitely a thing. This is very dramatic music. Anyway. Yeah. So make it fun, somehow. And then, of course, there's exercise. If you start your day with meditation, exercise, you know, um, water, fruit... That can be a good thing And even if the exercise means Before your um, Goal Before you do the thing you have to do Just like jumping up and down for a minute You know Just something Walk around the block Activity Rather than exercise If you think exercise is too uh, tall in order And But I don't want to focus on exercise Because that is such a No pun intended I want exercise to make me focus um, Because exercise is just It's like almost a trigger suge- Triggering suggestion Someone's like Hey I have colic Oh well you should try running Hi I can't get out of bed Oh you should try running Hi I'd like to be president Oh you should try running For president I just committed a crime You should try running away From the law Hi, I'm a toilet, you should try running. Hi, I'm um, a DOS computer program from the 1980s. Oh, you should try pressing run. Okay. So yeah, exercise, but you know, those are things to kind of get the focus together. Those aren't things that actually get you focused in the moment. And then we kind of we kind of get to a few more meditation is good too because I find meditation is very under, misunderstood uh, in the West. No, I'm totally kidding. Now the West doesn't really understand uh, um, meditation, but meditation people think, oh well, I focus on nothing, I, I achieve uh, a clear consciousness. Not I. Not in my experience. That's not how it goes. What you do is you meditate and you almost allow. You allow for all the thoughts in the world to pour through your mind for a period of time and I've found what this does is it means those thoughts aren't really coming to me as strongly over the course of the rest of the day (laughs) I'm live streaming this on Facebook live so people are making comments and I just laughed at the spare me's comment I know Sorry, I can't engage you more on this, the spare me's, but yeah, I mean, that's all I'm saying is when I do the meditation thing, I don't care if my mind is taken up by things, you know, it just, that's just for me what, what works. But again, that's, that's why it helps my focus sometimes is because it just takes away those thoughts. And, um, the, the next thing I thought about was, um, for, for that, that can help focus, or at least help you get things done, is is re- the reward system. Um, which, if you've played Word with Words with Friends, you know they're always giving you useless rewards. <laughs> but you can give yourself a real damn reward. And for me, and with the ADHD stuff, I've been reading that you know the tendency is to re- reward, sort of have it backwards, and reward yourself in order to kind of calm yourself into doing something. You know, like I'll play video games and, um, to get started on a project. (laughs) I should play Fortnite so I get in the right mentality to do my taxes for the last six years. So my, what I've been doing for the last while has been, you know, after say I record a podcast, do some stuff, you know, um then I'll do the reward, whether it's having a snack or even going for a walk or playing playing in a video game with children, even though I'm a grown man. And um, the next thing I'm trying to do is uh, get it to the point where the podcast itself is the reward for me. So I actually do some other work first in order to start podcasting and get it to you on time. Um... That's something I discussed today, and I think it will hopefully get my work output up, up out. So, the fun thing that you love doing that's maybe a second, you know, a form of creative expression or something that you want eventually to be a business, have that be the reward for the thing you have to do. Self care, baby. And from meditation, and from uh, rewards to medication. If you truly have a focus issue that has to do with ADD or a learning disability, it's like, don't be afraid of medication. People were... I mean, you know, be afraid of if a medication doesn't interact well with you. If it if you take dexedrine and you feel like a a bat out of hell too, if you feel like a weird meatloaf album get off that right now i went through a lot of medications since being diagnosed in 2014 and by a lot it's not even a lot by the standards of some people it's like three you know until i found one recently that's like pretty good and and that makes me really happy. And um, it's not magic. You know, it's not something that's like improved my knowledge of prioritizing or organization. But in terms of get up and go, in terms of focus, the medication has helped. And I'm not saying that if you don't have ADHD but you don't get things done, that you should do these ADD drugs because they are... They have much less of an impact in a negative way on someone who has that. They're calming. Whereas, if you don't have it, you will probably just get stressed out and your heart will race. Don't make your heart... Only love should make the heart race. Now, moving on from medication. Sleep. Sleep. And this kind of folds into exercise and um, meditation in terms of being something that can just up your focus when you're awake. If you're getting, and I'm not talking about the depressive kind of sleeping all the time in the day, sleeping in in the morning, 11 hours sleep. But if you can get eight, seven and a half to eight to nine to, as someone said, however much you sleep without setting an alarm, is how much sleep you need. That was in the uh, Driven to Distraction and Delivered from Distraction books, what they say, and I think that that's a great barometer of how much sleep you need. Um, I slept a lot today, and I think it shows. You know, and, and and it it will really work well with all the other things. I mean, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that very likely to improve your focus, you will need a multi-tiered approach and a bit of a sophisticated approach, and that's what I'm hopefully doing, you know, because in 2014 my approach was one or two ways, and it, it wasn't enough, you know. So, so I'm working on that now. And then after sleep, I would say structuring your day is really important because, again, this is for ADD people specifically, but or self-employed people or people with like any kind of time frame, whether you have a baby. Or a pet. You know, if you structure your day around items, uh, you know, things that you need to do, and like I said, giving yourself a realistic thing to do. It's called being unemployed. That's, that's the way to, to manage your sleep, by the way, to get that amount of sleep. You need to, in this society, you need to actually not work in order to get the right amount of sleep. But, and that's Professor Janke, by the way, who made a comment on the, the Facebook Live I'm doing. We said, how do people manage their time enough to get enough sleep? And and the answer is, it's really hard nowadays. But, you know, even if you can get seven hours, like you will feel it, I think. There are people who can operate, but like I said, just whatever you set it without the alarm, try that. Yeah, but structuring your day is sort of part of that, right? So if you plan your next day, and you um, really are realistic about what you can do um, that day. So only pick like two or three things, you know, or one thing, laundry. <laughs> and you know, you're going to wake up, you're going to meditate. You can walk around the block, have a coffee, have a tea, do the work, have lunch, get back to the work. And then if you even need to delineate what the work you're doing is and sort of point out the transactions of what it is you're doing, Um, that can help. That's what I'm trying to do. Like for now, it's like, if I know where I'm going, I um, will in my day planner, which I just got a few months ago, like a really serious day planner, uh, I will in the day planner, you know, write the travel time. And I didn't used to do that. I would just think, oh, I have to be somewhere at two. Well, uh, I'll leave at 150 because I can be there in a second, even if it was across town. I wouldn't really take the travel time into um, account. So, um, you know, again, that's not focus exactly, but I I think if you give yourself a time deadline, you know, that will almost inherently provide focus. And if you feel yourself unfocused, I mean, my doctor gave me really weird tips, uh, my psychiatrist to be clear, that doctor not my gp but i love my gp if you're looking for gps in the gta let me know and i will connect you um yeah so um what was i saying (laughs) focus (laughs) i don't remember what i was saying um yeah you can just oh yeah Look, if you feel stressed out, feel like you're losing focus, look up at the ceiling for a second. Look up. It will calm you down. Uh, draw a figure eight on your forehead. Calm you down. Pull your pinky finger a little bit. I swear it's not a fart joke. Pull your fin- pinky finger, try it a few times, You'll get calm. Because a lot of focus has to do with not getting stressed out. And this is kind of the most uh, useful tip coming up for focus. (laughs) Someone, Professor Jenke asks, are those FDA approved techniques? No, I started this episode by saying I am hardly an expert and I don't know what works for me yet and I'm trying things out. I do know that, say, when I say take your medications, well, that is an FDA approved thing because the medications are officially approved. If I were saying shoot heroin not FDA approved Um, but yeah all the stuff I'm suggesting is just pretty (laughs) non-dangerous I would say unless you're meditating and a chunk of ceiling falls on you Uh, but yeah the final one was something that my friend suggested to me yesterday he's a writer and he he, I I had to write and he was like it's not easy for anybody I don't know any writers who it's easy for but what he said I could do was he said, go to a coffee shop and bring your computer. Don't bring your phone. And... Don't connect to the internet at the coffee shop. Just do the work until it's done. Over a coffee at the coffee shop. And that's... You know... I think that there's a lot... And I did that yesterday. I went to a coffee shop at around 4pm. Got a matcha latte at Russell and Still. And... Uh, sat down and did the small amount of work I needed to and the internet wasn't working. I tried to sign on to the internet and it wasn't working like a like a sign from above. I'm not saying God. I'm saying rich people who are above me in in uh, skyscrapers and high rises. So, um yeah. That would be the number one thing I would say to focus is like really just like take a second to look at what's in your space that you work in. And try to find the difference between things that inspire you to keep going at what you're doing and things that take you away from what you're doing. And I found at this coffee shop, being surrounded by plants, drinking a nice coffee or latte, matcha latte, matcha latte, matcha. I tried to do that Lady Marmalade song, and it didn't didn't work out. I um I would say that's the. That's the one that I tried yesterday that really made me feel good. So, I mean, I really hope any of these tips help anybody. I understand I'm just a person with no qualifications, but you would be shocked at the people with no qualifications writing books that are telling you how to do stuff. And I'm not even writing a book here, unless you count it as being with my mouth. My mouth! So this has been a long one. And I'm going to end it now, but I just wanted to let you know, thank you for listening. 50th episode. Very exciting. And if you want to support me, go to nickflanagan.bandcamp.com. Pay what you can for my album Wiped Privilege. uh, Or request it, or listen to it on Spotify, but requesting it on SiriusXM would be huge. And uh, listen to it on Pandora. Listen to it wherever. And... Check it out. Subscribe. To, tell a friend about this. That's really a huge way of supporting. It's just like tell a buddy about it. Sign up for my newsletter on my website, theflans.com. I'm gonna send out a newsletter tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I am. I am your mentors. I am the world's most hairy mentor. Hairy mentor. Um. Yeah. So. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. I've got a really cool guest coming in tomorrow. Hopefully we'll post that episode on Thursday. I'm already setting up guests for next week. 50 episodes already in three months. What is that? Why? And yet I continue. And I shall continue. So, love thyself, love thy neighbor, covet thy neighbor's wife and uh worship graven images peace y'all